Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. You are listening to the Mother of All Talk Shows podcast with George Galloway. It's not been a good week uh, to be Chinese in Britain, but there's never a good week when it's good to be a Russian in Britain because Russians are on the receiving end of unrelenting aggro from the media and from the political class. Anything that goes wrong is blamed on the Russians. Olga Childs has written this wonderful book, What Russians Think. And its subtitle is Everything You Should Know But Didn't Bother to Ask. Olga Childs was born Olga Leila Sagareva uh, in Moscow. She led a privileged childhood eating caviar and attending classical music performances. She was taught to speak Latin and English, to play tennis and volleyball, to ice skate, to cross-country ski, to sail, to play the violin, and to dance the polonaise. Her parents' bohemian lifestyle being made possible by her grandparents' prominence in the Communist Party and in the Soviet Navy. Uh, She now is British, and she now writes in English as well as in Russian. And this is such a good book, quite amusing and very informative. And Olga joins me now briefly, I'm afraid, Olga, given the hour, uh, but it's a, a terrific book. What do Russians think? Oh boy. Um, I think Russians think at this point that, um, they're not being that they're not coming through that nobody is making any kind of effort to understand them um how russia operates um how you know um what is behind their thinking why they're upset about this thing or the other uh, and uh, and in the end i think there's no there's no shared facts between the west and and the russians on on everything that russia is being blamed for or is allegedly involved in and most russians think that it it's it's gone beyond um, beyond the, the point at which anything can be done. Unfortunately, I think they're sort of, they're thinking now that they, they, that they are a, a fortress under, under attack, and they, there's no point in trying to do anything or persuade anybody, and that's the, the feedback I received from the Russians. You know, from my book or from my attempt to stand in, a, in an election, you know, everybody said, why are you trying anything? There's no point. There's no point, they, they, they're too far gone. Uh, so I think that Russians, unfortunately, think that, uh, that they've, um, perhaps sort of lost in the uh, public relations war in the West, and they are uh, not, mm, I don't think they, they know what to do about it. Um, well, look, I was, uh, I, I, I had dinner in a Russian restaurant last night in Beecham Place, Borscht and Tears, it was very nice indeed. Uh, but it's true that every other person in the restaurant was Russian. Uh, there were no British people at all in the restaurant. Um, 
On the other hand, though, Olga, uh, there's a million people watching this right now on RT and listening to it on uh, Sputnik. So it's not really true that, uh, that uh, Russia does not speak back, is it? Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, tr I'm trying to, but I don't think Russia does, certainly not to the extent that she, it is being accused of. I think, um, you know, Russia has been accused of, people in America particularly, and in Britain, they have this idea of a Russian super state that's behind everything and, you know, under every bed that has some kind of coherent strategy for public relations. Winning for, every for election. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But the truth is, the Russia is, and I'm sad to admit it, but Russia is chaos. Everybody's, some Russian people do some things here and there because they think this is right, as, as I do. But they're usually doing it entirely on their own without any coordination. And quite often, Russia is not in, you know, behind them in any sense. And, uh, uh, and most certainly, they, they, they're usually not don't speak with each other, and almost none of them get the medal for what they're doing. So quite a lot of whatever Russians do do something in the West, usually they do it because they have their interests in the West. For example, I, as an immigrant, have to leave with the attitude towards Russia that, that exists, and I'm trying to fix it because it affects Russians in the diaspora. In America, you know, in England, um, we are affected by what, by what the world thinks about Russia, even though we don't live in Russia. And I think, you know, other Russians have maybe done some sort of interventions because they have financial interests, business interests, you know, in, in, the, in other countries. But it's not the mother alien ship of Russia that's, you know, sending everybody a signal. It's, a, it's an extremely, uh, unreal, you know, chaotic and redundant... Well, there's there's 150,000 Russians living in London. That's a lot of people. A very large number of them have uh, not only are not operating for Russia, many of them are operating against Russia. They are oh, yeah. oligarchs in exile from Russia. Isn't that the case? That is the case. But I think that those people actually are sort of, uh, you know, not the real diaspora, right? The real diaspora are the Russians that are trying, that are, you know, doing their best to integrate themselves into the lives of the countries that they live in. I've been in, you know, I've lived in the West for 25 years. I'm trying to stand for parliament. You know, I've uh, generally, until Russophobia and Russiagate a few years ago, I haven't really even been on, on topic of what's going on with Russia. My life is in the West, and so is the life of most people in the diaspora. Those little kind of oligarchs, as you call them, or all the various, you know, exiles, which usually are in exile because they are wanted for crimes in Russia. You know, that's usually the sort of focal point of their um, disagreement. They are, you know, they live every day in the sort of this imaginary Russia in their heads that, that they are obsessed with, right? But that's not real life. They're not, you know, often, even after years in the West, they have no real connection and understanding of the countries they're in. They're all focused just on, you know, their kind of uh, mm, subversionary process. It wasn't always thus, though, Olga. I mean, the restaurant I'm talking about opened in 1965. It's the oldest Russian restaurant in London. 1965, Yuri Gagarin was king. Uh, our wartime alliance was such that uh, Stalin was described affectionately in the British media as Uncle Joe uh, and all the rest. It wasn't always thus. What changed? Well, um, uh, firstly, I think, obviously, the Cold War. But, you know, today, quite many young people in the UK and in America don't even know that Russians fought alongside the British and the Americans in the Second World War. That's There's right. literally generations of millennials who don't know that the, the Red Army took Berlin. 
Uh, and, you know, I talk about it in the book. There's this chapter called Grandchildren of War. One of the big reasons Russians are upset at everybody is because war revisionism, the revisionism of Second World War that writes uh, the Soviet Union out of it is yeah. really hurtful for many people. Because Not only that, uh, Olga, we are lionizing and, uh, and uh, defending and perhaps ready to fight a war for. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The very people in the Ukraine, for example, but not only the Ukraine, uh, who were the, fighting alongside the SS, who were murdering Jews on the streets of the Ukraine. They're now our friends and allies in the Ukraine. Well, I can tell you something about Ukraine, though. I think, you know, uh, obviously they're not the actual people, right? They're the young people. There are, there are a lot of young people right now um, who, through during the 1990s, grew up. Yeah, I mean the heirs to that tradition. They yeah, carry they the were, banners of they, Bandera and the fascist collaborators. Yes, but this is all has to do with the sort of the, the rhetoric uh, on this sort of Russian-Ukraine topic that's been upped on both sides, I must say. But you know, the young people don't understand what the war was like, and they don't have the ability to take it seriously because in the 90s we had a bit of a kind of propaganda gap. And so the millennials grew up without a real feeling for what the war was. I think, of course, there are these elements in Ukraine, but they're doing this just sort of to upset, you know, to upset, I think, the, the Russian majority. However, you know, I think it's important to understand that um, I think the Russian position is that Russia and Ukraine are the same. Russians and Ukrainians are ultimately the same people. You know, Russia is no, when everybody says that Russia is about to go to war with Ukraine, it misses the ultimate point. The Russian position is, is that the Ukraine, you know, nobody in Russia sees Ukrainians as a different nation, or for that matter, Ukraine is a different country, but it doesn't mean that they're going to, you know, to invade it for acting out. For example, you know, one of my children hasn't talked to me for a while, and she blames me for all manner of things, as I hear from other family members. And there's been a lot of rhetoric on both sides. But I'm not going to go to war with her. She's my child. I love her. And you, this is sort of how Russians view Ukraine. You know, I don't think in in reality we we are a bit upset and and confused by what Ukraine is doing. But um, I don't think anybody, <laughs> nobody's going to you know move the military into their child's bedroom because they are you know acting out. And so far as that, and I think all this sort of uh, yes, there are these horrible you know nationalists and the Bandera sympathizers and all that. But ultimately, it is just you know because they, the adults in Ukraine have allowed themselves to go into this sort of rhetoric that that allows that. But it's um, you know it's just I think a sort of a. I still think most Russians view this as some sort of a family conflict gone bad, 
rather than well look uh, yeah. I wish we had more time it's uh, a terrific read what Russians think by Olga Childs I hope uh, that your sales get a good little boost Olga you deserve it thanks very much indeed for joining us Ian in Hounslow disagrees with Olga let's hear why go ahead Ian welcome Good evening, George, and good evening, Olga. Well, Olga's fall victim to the mainstream media hysteria. I know for a fact, from reading YouTube comments, from talking to friends and family and people, they don't believe this. I also listen to late-night talk shows where they slam Russia and people phone in, reminding these, uh, these presenters the debt we owe to the former Soviet Union and the role of the Ukrainians in the camps, etc., etc. It's not, it's not the general public we believe. We're being fed this, but most people aren't falling for it. And I think Olga needs to get a grip and think this government doesn't represent ordinary people. Well, let's hear from She's Olga. She's still victim. there. Olga, I mean, you're a member of Mensa. You speak English perfectly. And very quickly, and with a very large vocabulary. Uh, have you actually really experienced any bigotry or discrimination or hatred towards you because you're Russian here in Britain? Uh, not really in Britain. I must say uh, this is the one of the things that, uh, that are different between Britain and America. I think there is a real problem in America due to the levels of propaganda there. Yes, I literally had people in casual encounters, you know, telling me that they're not fans of Putin and that sort of thing, and then, uh, you know, demanding that I disclaim Putin before they would have anything to do with me. There's uh, quite a lot of that going on in the United States because of the sort of the propaganda tones that have been raised there, you know, after the 2016 Russiagate and the, well, it's, it's much worse there. I agree that in England, actually, there is no Russophobia on the daily level, but I do, you know, the people who are phoning in should also get a grip and maybe turn on the parliament, BBC parliament in the afternoon. Where there's yeah, people but Ian's point, uh, Ian's point is that that's the government, the politicians, and but, the public, but the public is different. Maybe the public is different, but they're not the ones setting policy. They're very not the good ones. Point. Uh, you a, know. Very, a very, very good point. I must say good night to you, Olga and Ian. Thanks uh, for that little unexpected exchange. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 